Here we are. Now, with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. Just before, in a previous episode, we asked the question, what is an awareness intensive? And I hope I write royally confused you with the answer we gave there. Or at least piqued some curiosity, at best. And today, I sort of wanted to extend upon that question by taking a look at church. Do you know what church is? Do you remember what church is? Did you ever go to church? Have you ever been to church? And we can ask ourselves this question, is church an awareness intensive? And I think we might be surprised with the answer. I think it might be quite interesting to come up with an answer. And church, well, what is it? It's the once-a-week gathering of Christians, or religious believers, and we'll stay mostly in the Christian realm today because that's what I know most about. I'm I'm sure Muslims and Buddhists and Hindus and the Jainas and the Sikhs and the, well, I don't know about the Confucians, Confucianisms, yeah, I don't know much about Confucianism. I'm sure they all have something, though. And, of course, there's so many denominations within Christianity. I mean, broadly, we have Catholicism and Protestantism. But, generally speaking, there's a a once-a-week gathering where they all get together and they do a bunch of stuff. And what is church? Like, what, what, what do you do at church? Well, you go in... And you sit in these hard pews, and it's in this special building, which you only go to once a week, and it's a building that's specifically designed for what you're doing here. And you sort of wait for everyone to come in, and people are taking their place, and maybe there's some soft music playing in the background. And then the minister walks in, and this is the MC, the Master of Ceremonies. Basically, this is the guy or the girl who's taking care of business and guiding us through what we're going to do. So they make all the announcements and they say, here's what we're going to do next. And the minister says, okay, we're going to sing a song. So everyone stands up, we sing a song. And then maybe we sing another song. And so they stand up, stay standing, and they sing a song again. And then, well, what else is there in church? We sit down again. The minister says something. They might read from the Bible. So what's that? Reading from the Bible. Quoting text. Quoting something that isn't what he or she is saying, but what someone else has said. We listen to a quote. And then, well, there's some more formal reading, which is, in my church we had, we called it Psalms reading. 
So it was like a poetry reading. So there was a poetic aspect to it. And then maybe we sing another song, just to break things up again. And then, well, we have prayer. So we start praying. So what is prayer? We close our eyes, we bow our heads, and we say some words, either inside for ourselves, or there's someone up on the podium who's speaking for the, for the bunch of us. And what are they praying about? Well, they're praying about the issues that we have, people who are sick, people who are in hard times. So there's a longing for something better. And they're also saying, thank you for this, thank you for that. And we acknowledge that, God, you have done these good things for us. So there's a gratitude there. And then after that, let's sing another song, because how fun. And in some churches, well, <laughs> some churches singing the song takes the whole, the whole f- four hours or something, <laughs> depending on what denomination you are. Sometimes church is just just singing one long, big, massive song. <laughs> but in my church, after we'd had that song, well, then there would be something else. And it would be a talk, a discourse by the minister. So the minister would get up on his or her podium, open that Bible, open the text again, and then they provide a commentary. They say, okay, so this is what it means. This is how we apply it. And, oh, isn't this bit here interesting? And, oh, look at this. And, oh, doesn't this do there? And we go, ooh, and ah, and yes, isn't that interesting? Well, actually, we just fall asleep and we find it very confusing at best and most of the time just boring or just downright wrong what he concludes from the Bible. But it's basically a discourse. It's just a commentary on something. It's just a man talking on a soapbox. And, well, what happens after that? Well, then, in many Christian traditions, there is communion. So there's some soft music playing again, and everyone's sort of just waiting in their seats. And a few at a time get to go up very quietly sneaking to the front of the church and we bow our heads and there's some someone serving a little cup of wine or grapefruit juice and a little piece of bread and the minister whispers some very special words to you that says, oh, this is the blood and the flesh of Christ. So there's a symbolic, oh, this means something. We're eating a little piece of bread and a little drink of something, but it's got a symbolic meaning or a different significance to, oh, I'm just a bit peckish, so I'll get something from the fridge. And it's all a bit serious. It's all a bit, ooh, and the minister might tap you on the head or something. And then you go back down and you wait for everyone to have their turn. And then maybe some more Bible reading, so someone else reads some more from the Bible. And then another song. But this song, it's the last song. Yippee! So it's a hooray, church is over. Oh, finally, we can go home. And it's a very good feeling, the end of church. We came through it all. And then the minister invites us all for cheaply watered down 
cordial and cheap biscuits in the courtyard while we stand around and listen to everyone talk. And, oh, okay, so that's the end. So we go out of church, and the minister greets everyone, shakes hands with everyone, each one at a time, and then we all stand around and we all talk to each other. Now, what's the point of all this? Is this an awareness intensive? Is this a process which is designed to bring us into something? Is this a process designed for an effect? And I would say, yes. Yes, it is. If church does its job, there should be a before and after. And basically, the before and after is, before you go in, you're sort of by yourself and you're sort of feeling a bit, ugh, why am I here? And you're sitting in this hard pew and it's just a bit like, oh, I should have stayed in bed rather than attending to this. And you've gone from that to, at the end, ah, it's all sunny and isn't it great? We were all singing together and we've all had some wisdom words And we've had some beautiful poetry and we've had some symbolic meaning. And wow, and now we can all sit around and we can be great friends and we can have wonderful conversations and we can just enjoy. And it's the encountering awareness, deepening our sense of reality. Ah, but is that what church does? I don't know. I'm skeptical. I think a fair assessment would be, yes, church is an awareness intensive, but it's out of date. It's missing very important components. And we could just say, like, what's effective? Like, if we just take a a really crude, just like skeptical view of this we say well what works like i sat through that whole process and this is what i get at the end i want my money back try something else try something more hardcore try something more intense or try something that suits you something that suits your belief systems and the problem of belief well that's a very big that's sort of like the elephant in the room at church it's belief because the reason we're all in the same room at church is because of our beliefs and it's when the beliefs break down that the whole thing starts to break down and it's not as though everyone knows like if you if you had like a secular version of this where you say you you advertise okay come to church you'll feel gluggy at the start and happy at the end and that was the advertising, well, then it would be like secular awareness intensives. Then it would be like a modern-day awareness intensive. And then if that's what you're advertising, well, you better make sure the effect works. You better make sure the, the price is right. You better make sure the effort-to-reward ratio is working. And you better refine your process. Whereas... Church as an institution, as a 
hangover from the world traditions, it's, well, it's not for me. And who am I to say if it's not for you? If it's not for you, then good for you. If it is for you, then maybe it it, it works its way for you because it's an awareness intensive and maybe what you really want can be gotten from something better, from something secular. And maybe not. I mean, it's it's very rare. Like church in our culture, in our society, it's a... It's a very unique phenomenon. It's a very, like there's nothing else quite like it. Like where else do you have all those little components of singing, listening to someone talk, quoting text, doing prayer for gratitude and longing and so on. Like it's a very, it's a very unique thing. It is quite unique. And it could be so much better. Like if you had it, modernized it could be so much better and i mean i mean i'm sure there are i'm sure there are people who have like there are denominations of church churches where they've actually realized this and they've said okay we need to modernize and we need to really take this thing of you know people feeling down at the beginning and feeling up at the end we we take that arc and we carefully work it out and we really define all the music and getting the process right and what goes after what and we have it in this big hall and we have these light shows and we have all sorts of stuff and we make sure that the the minister is not just some guy he's actually a figure he's like sort of like a a theological guru he's someone who has a lot of support behind him and he's really insightful and he really speaks clearly and he's clean as a whistle he shows all the conservative values he really strengthens the beliefs. And that's like a modern day church. That's just how church has changed, how church has evolved. And when we get into it, like when we start to talk, like if I was to keep thinking this through and to really go into all the different avenues that we've got now, like belief and awareness and what it's like to have an arc and awareness intensive and all these things we can expand on them and we can broaden them out like into questions like why do humans gather in the way that they do and why do belief structures work in the way that they do and are certain belief structures helpful for bringing you into contact with reality or do they close you to reality? Now here, by saying, yes, church is an awareness intensive, you could say, well, that's an argument which is pro-church. But in terms of its how dated it is, of how, uh, what should we say, how dogmatic it is, it might be that that is actually working against you. And this process is actually keeping you stuck and it's keeping you closed from things that were better for you and could bring you into a deeper relationship with reality. So in true second tier form, I'm not pro or anti-church. It's very much too much 
a complicated question. And there are a lot of nuances in understanding and really picturing what is going on. And ultimately, it comes back to the individual. It comes back to you. Like, what do you want to do? And I'd say if you've never been to church, you should go. That's an experience that you should have. Just like if you've never played community sports, well, you should do that at some point too. If you've never volunteered for something, you should do that too. And also if you've never been overseas, well, you should do that too. (laughs) So that's some food for thought. That's my thought of the day. And... Maybe sometime, I I mentioned this last conversation where we were saying what is an awareness intensive? And I said, well, we can create our own. And if we can understand the structures of church and we can understand meditation and therapy and awareness intensives, we can understand belief structures, we can understand what brings people together and what a positive collective of humans is, then we can make one. We can build one. We can make something beautiful together. And we can refine it, and we can really get the most out of it. And instead of walking around saying, oh, church is bad, or church is just dogmatic, then we can use it as just one of our resources, as just one of our processes that we can take from, that we can learn from, and it will make our lives all the more richer for it. So for now, let's just listen to some silence. And that's all I have to say for now.